if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hire this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going to Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to MarcellaAlonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello and welcome to Get Schooled with Marcella Alonzo. Today I welcome Kiki Clow. Welcome, Kiki. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm so glad to have you, especially with me doing this feature dancer series. Please introduce yourself to my audience. Let them know who you are and how you became Kiki Clout. Hi, my name is Kiki Klopp, for the ones who don't know me. I am 28 years old. I am from Florida originally. I've been in porn a total, total going on six years this coming up here. So I've been doing it for a little bit now. Um, I feature dance. I do porn. I do YouTube. I do podcasts like this lovely one. I do um, award shows, tr- trade shows, like you name it. I try to keep my foot in to every platform. So if I'm not sucking dick on camera, then I'm at the club dancing, entertaining my fans or at a convention like Exotica. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I always admire, um, I love the fact that you're feature dancing because it's it's sort of like disappearing for some and not so many people are doing it nowadays. Tell me about the early, early days when you first started sex work. What was it like? The early, early days, <laughs> like before porn or after? <laughs> before, because you started stripping, right? A long time. Like, as soon as I turned 18, like, straight out of high school, got my first pair of heels at TJ Maxx. They weren't the right pair of heels. Took my ass to the strip club and tried to make money. <laughs> and what club did you start at? Ooh. Because <laughs> I remember you said you worked at that, the one off Gangsville. What was it called? The exit's near McAnope. Uh-huh. And it's called Cafe Risque. It's off of I-75. Yes, yes. That's a famous one. That one was the first one I ever worked at. And it was interesting. It was, to say the least. And I was super fucking nervous the first time I went in there and took my clothes off. <laughs> really? What? Um. How come you didn't? Because you grew up in uh, like the Brandon area, right? Well, I was born there, but I've uh-huh. lived a lot of places. Like I've lived in Central Florida, Tampa, Orlando, South Florida, North Florida, Gainesville. I've lived a, I've lived the whole state pretty much. Oh, okay. So, what was different about that's where you started Cafe Risque? Because I always heard different things. I heard back in the day, girls made a lot of money, and it was truckers. Or tell us the real Cafe Risque. 
the real cafe risque was is i didn't know shit about talking to men or being super fucking sexy so it was a little rough at the beginning um trying to figure out how to be sexy and a woman because i had just turned 18 so and i was kind of like a late bloomer growing up so <laughs> i didn't lose my virginity until i was like 17 wow really yeah wow nothing wrong with that though like nothing is catching up now <laughs> yeah but... so you start at cafe risque now what brought you to the next level of going to porn so your your roots are in stripping oh yeah Oh, yeah. And I did it. I worked some regular jobs for a couple years. And um, I realized I didn't fucking like it. I didn't like somebody telling me what to do. I didn't like somebody telling me what time I had to be at work. I didn't like that shit. So Mm -hmm. I just started dancing. and I loved it more. I quit all the regular jobs, moved to Philly, danced there for a little bit. Um, And then I was like, I want to go full throttle with this. I Googled how to be a porn star and I found my agent and the rest was history. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, so, but your back roots are in, what do you think you've learned from dancing before that, that has helped your current career now? Um, Persistence. Um, I learned how to walk in heels better. (laughs) That does help. Yeah. Uh, I learned how to dance on a stripper pole. I think like the the, the drive to want to dance and I knew that those ones added the fuck up every night. Yeah. Um, it was paying off. It was making me mentally healthier, physically healthier. I was ripped. Like my back, I would go like this and my back would just be shredded from the pole. <laughs> oh yeah, but- that pole workout's like good. Yeah, honestly. And you know, the crazy thing is, is like, I'd say last year, I actually took some pole dancing classes because I wanted to gain my strength and just learn more things and become like physically healthier. And it's, it's, it's mentally, it's like doing hot yoga or going on a run or a workout, like it releases endorphins that like are good for you. So it keeps you I don't know, kept me like a happy and healthier person and just it also motivated me to push harder. And like I said, I Googled how to be in the industry. And I, at first I needed to lose a little bit of weight. So I would just keep going harder and harder at the club. Eventually I just got into the shape that I needed. And I finally started doing porn. Wow. That's good. Oh, so you were a little bit chunky and then you slowly, but you were motivated in a positive way to lose weight. <laughs> yeah. I was motivated to lose weight. Cause I knew how badly I wanted to like make that next step. Mm-hmm. and make a brand for yourself yeah no yeah. I totally I totally get that yeah and uh you did it you did it so you get into porn now what was the process for you to become a featured dancer you know when I got presented that opportunity and somebody asked me because I had a couple times I'd see people at Exotica and companies like um not companies but like uh gosh I can't remember his name at the moment James Bartlett I ran into him like hey do you ever want to do have you ever considered feature dancing I'm like honestly hell yeah I have because I danced for a really long time and even back in the days when I danced in Philly at the clubs that I was dancing at they have billboards of like Alexis Texas coming to perform I'm like hey I want to do that (laughs) (laughs) I want to do that so um yeah when I got that opportunity to feature dance in New York City for the first time um 
it was definitely a super fucking cool experience. I'm like, no way. This is sick. Like, this is fucking dope. This is dope. It's like all eyes on you. You are the main attraction. You are what drives money to their club. Like, it's, I thought it was super sick. It was cool. Now, coming from a house dancer to the feature dancer, what was so different? And then be, on top of that, being a porn star. Um, I feel like you're more glorified. Not saying I'm better than anybody, but the hard work that you put in honestly shows. And some people just aren't willing to make the steps in their life to have their life so public, to to have traffic to bring to these clothes, which nothing is wrong with that. But mm-hmm. I think that I didn't mind the attention. Um, and I knew that if I uh, took the step in the right direction, it would advance me financially as well. So I was like, what a better way to maximize what I'm doing now because I know that this is probably my only option I want to go when it comes to um, having financial stability. Like I didn't really care to go back to school. I really didn't because I was already making good money stripping. So Mm -hmm. I was just like, I want to make more. I want to do more. I want to be in better shape. I, I want to look like, like I would see women and I'm not saying I want, I wanted to be like them, but I would push myself in the right direction to have like the best physique or a nicer car or a nicer house or like, it's just very motivating. It's motivating. That's good. To, that's good to hear. That's how I always felt like the business was like, especially working in a club, you kind of learn to be around a whole bunch of other women and you don't, in a healthy way, the competition helps you mentally. Yeah. which but I'm still rooting for everybody I love seeing like women like Lauren Lotus when she first started feature dancing and she told me to see her winning awards and I love that I love that so much like we need more women like that (laughs) we need more women like that but um no it's just cool because even when you see other people you're setting goals like that well they're inspiring you to set goals you're also doing that for other other women too yeah. So now once you got into feature dancing, can you share with us what it's like going on the road and uh, your typical week when you do have bookings? <laughs> sleeping. I'm going on the road, <laughs> in the airplane, sleeping in the hotel, sleeping up until I got to hit the gym, do my hair, makeup and go to the club. <laughs> so, that's, so you're very disciplined because I remember the Exotica, you would wake up, go to the gym. You're You're very... I love the gym so much. I really do. I I just imagine if I didn't hit the gym and I was doing feature dancings, that would, there's no way that would work. There's no way it's, that is like physically demanding. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 it is. And now you have, where are the places you have traveled to so far? Um, I've been to Sapphires in New York. I've been to Hackensack, New Jersey, right over the bridge from New York city out of club called blush i've done miami i've done tennessee i've done um st louis i've done texas i've done san diego california uh la i've done tijuana mexico done pretty much like across the u.s and i actually i just got re-signed for i think like 15 shows this year wow 15 (laughs) yeah how was going to Tijuana? Scary at first, but the people there were so nice, so kind, 
so over giving over loving honestly i think i all the money that i made on stage i ended up tipping it right back to the girls i was like i'm having too good of a time <laughs> oh what what was the process though that going over um like you just went right over the border drove over the border you just, you just drive through and mm-hmm. um coming back though they need your passport Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've been I've been to Tijuana quite a bit. I always get stopped. Really? I always, I always oh my god, it's a nightmare. Yeah, I always. I don't know why they always stop me. <laughs> <laughs> you probably because you look more Latina. I think. Well, you do. Do you don't get stopped like that? Up? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. no. For some reason, they always. There was one time I went. I'll never forget because I was checking out a doctor over there. And I forgot the paper. If you go see a doctor in TJ, they'll give you a paper. And yeah. um, I forgot the paper and I went alone and they put me in a room. It was so bad. They put me in a room with all these people that were, they, they were just all quiet and accustomed to getting stopped for five hours. It was a, t- I was like, yeah, like, I thought you would get pulled over too. Like, no. Well, I think because the person I'm in the car with, they're familiar with the guy crossing the border with. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then that makes sense. I went that one my- time that I was in there for five hours, I went alone. And because I was a female, you know what I mean? They think I'm like sh- shoving something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll wow. never go alone like that again because of the whole. I would have been scared. It was so well now and stupid me I just looked at a doc you know when you go see doctors you can come back like people go there for dental work or whatever and you bring like a, a note but I forgot why I didn't even I must I was like clum- I think I didn't even want to go to that doctor after I saw it I was like uh-uh there this looks I was too worried and I'm glad I didn't go to that doctor but that's what happened I said let me just go alone whatever I felt bold and I'll never forget it was five hours being detained in a room it was not fun. No. So, well, at least you're going with somebody that's good. So everybody was very, very generous over there in Mexico. Yeah, very kind, very sweet. Like the things that you hear on TV, I mean, yeah, things like that do happen. But the people are very like, oh, like overly giving. And like, it's nothing like people are like, oh, you're going to go out there. You're going to get killed, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I got there because I was, I was I was scared as fuck at first to cross the border and I get there and honestly they're just so fucking cool and so nice and they literally like went above and beyond for me like whatever I needed well they even gave me towels they they see me come right off the stage they wrapped me in a towel towel says deja vu Tijuana <laughs> cute yeah they were they were very attentive oh that's sweet and so you've been throughout California then and yeah um I've done probably four clubs in california i've done Mm -hmm. sacramento too which is like more northern cali um i've featured danced a lot of places even on my own terms like i've danced in philly delaware county (laughs) i danced a lot of places so where is the most one of the best places you like to go and feature dance at it's a toss-up probably between like two i think my favorite one was um well, Mexico was so much fun too. <laughs> I'd say between three, Mexico was good. Shreveport, Louisiana was my number one. Um, and two would have to be um, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, the show me state. Then why, why, why were those two uh, 
other areas in America good, you'd say? I'd say because there's a lot of working men and it's like, it's like you going to Montana and Taylor Swift comes. These people don't get that experience every day. So they're coming. They're like, oh my God, a porn star is in town. We don't ever get this. Like they don't do shit in small cities like that. There's nothing there to do. So when it's like, it's like the circus coming to town or like. They really appreciate it. Yes, they and they party fucking hard. <laughs> they that party. makes sense because like uh when I I remember the short period of time I danced in LA, it was horrible. Like You know what? I actually there was a place in Rialto I danced at and I killed it. I crushed Well, Rialto's it. different. Like I'm talking when I was in Los Angeles, Los Angeles. Rialto, I can see you doing well over there. Um, because when you go to like Inland Empire, they appreciate the Latinas like very much so. Um, but when I was the, I've always been a house dancer, never been a feature dancer. The places I have danced have been, of course, Tampa, uh, Miami, which is the one I, I really don't care for Miami dancing in Miami, Fort Miami. Lauderdale. Yeah. And, um, LA, Vegas, I loved. Of course, I love Vegas. LA, I didn't like. So the two best, um, in a very short period of time in New York, a long time ago, I haven't danced since. Um, and the best place I have to say would be Tampa and Vegas. Back in the day, Tampa, though. Oh, I forgot. I did Vegas, too. Yeah. yeah. Vegas was, Vegas was. Because hmm. they see it so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I've had better, I've danced in Tampa. I've danced in some hole in the walls in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and I fucking just killed it. Like, even before I got in a porn, those clubs I was like doing steady money at. And it was just like, dancing is just, it's just mentally, physically, and financially motivating. When you're it is. about a routine and you, and you got your clients and your customers and people just steady work 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 and the the drinks are flowing it's a good ass time honestly it's a fun time yeah and you're right about those small places they kill it yeah yeah because um key west i think was good when i went i'm trying to think of the small little huh you went to key west and dance long time ago wow probably were a baby (laughs) <laughs> you were tiny then so it was good back then I'm trying to think because I remember but yeah like hole in the wall places like people would least expect it were good yeah and and a long time ago again when you were probably a kid there was a place called the Tanga Lounge on mm-hmm. the causeway and um they had it looked like these seats with these lunch seats like you would go and sit and you would just clean up in that. And they had a jukebox. It was like dirty little seats. And you would sit in these seats. Um, and there was nothing to it. And you would clean up. Hmm. You would just totally clean up. And then from my understanding now, because in my day, Tampa, like you never worked at a club with liquor. And then uh, I think it was one of my cousins was telling me, no, now people want to work at the clubs with liquor. I'm like, in my day, they didn't care about like the clubs that had liquor sucked. I don't know how it is now. Um, Honestly, I prefer to go to a club with liquor because the clubs with liquor, unless they can BYOB, people are going to sit there and stare and not tip. I fucking hate that shit. Oh. I, I like don't come to a strip club to stare and not tip. 
I'm not there for that. Yeah. I'm not. But this free. was a long time ago when they would sneak in. Like, Al- yeah, yeah, they would sneak in alcohol. But the guys, like Mons back in the day was so like back-to-back crap, crazy. crazy. Oh, it, I think it's still like that. When I passed by this uh, Christmas time, it looked dead. Like, well, of course it was Christmas though. Chris, yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Can't really but, judge on that. No, I'd say summertime though, you probably clean up. Oh, sure. So summertime now is because it used to be summertime was bad and you were good during the winter time because you would have everybody come down. So I guess things are changing. Yeah, I'd say summertime is probably better. Like springtime, springtime always just does so well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Always. I love the spring. (laughs) Anytime like February pass, it's always amazing. Yeah, yeah, because also they get their tax returns. People in January, they start paying off their uh, credit cards. January can be slow. And then as spring starts coming in, more people come out. So I'm excited. So now when you um, feature dancing, do you have any particular outfits or like routines that you're doing? How are you trying to Um, stand out? Stand out? I feel like I do when I walk in the door. (laughs) Um, I gosh, um, I feel like a show pony. I just I do a few pole tricks. I change up my outfits. I change up my music. Um, I tend to rotate stuff. Uh, I've done like whipped cream shows. I've done um, <laughs> what else did I do? I think when I was in St. Louis, I did a girl girl show, and that was wild to me because the fact they're like, yeah, it's the land of the free. You could fuck on stage, and I'm like, no way. <laughs> Oh, in St. Louis? The girls wow. come together on the stage. So every night the girls are doing different stages and do, doing different acts on the stage? I, well, when I was there, no. I only did one girl-girl show, but yeah, like they can do some crazy shit there. Oh, well, it's really the show me, St. Louis, Missouri, the show me. No, seriously, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's full alcohol too. And full nudity? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that about St. Louis. Land of the free. (laughs) When I went there and they told me that, I was like, no fucking way. (laughs) Wow. So Mm -hmm. that was one of your favorite cities. Because of the freedom. They they, they actually rehired me again too. Um, I'm excited for that one as well. Um, but yeah, they were just amazing, super generous. Um, again, just, they really knew how to host. I've been to some clubs. They don't know how to fucking host. Wow. What, what is an example of a club that does not know how to host? How can a club make it better for feature dancers when they come in? Making it better by not charging them for a bottle of water when they get off stage. <gasps> they see, <laughs> wait a minute. They hired you and then they're going to charge you for a bottle and of water. Bo- I was like, you got to be fucking, I've had clubs offer me a bottle of alcohol. <laughs> Give me a bottle of alcohol and you're charging me for water. Yeah. Flew me to their city all the way across the country. Yeah. And then turned around and tried a to little for a bottle of water. I was like, there's no way. Oh, hell no. That's great. Well, some clubs can be greedy. I've, I've, I've oh, encountered that. Sure. Yeah, I've encountered that. Like recently, I was invited somewhere to go see some type of show or something, and it was comped. And right when I walked in the door, they were like, 
selling and then why don't you get VIP? And I'm like, nobody, why am I going to get a VIP table when nobody's like, I had a, they were like hitting me up too much. And I'm like, they're talking to the wrong person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't shit, but, um, yeah, don't get me wrong. Not all clubs are like that. I just Mm -hmm. had a bad experience before, but, um, it's still, that's, I, that's with any industry you're going to run into hiccups and that's where being a businesswoman and owner comes into play. You handle it professionally. So that's a very good attitude to have. So, so this year you've got a total of 15, you said bookings. Yeah. Wow. Um, is it like every week or every other week you're going to be going? No. Um, well, I have 15 shows. So some of the clubs hired me for uh, X amount of shows. So, um, I'd say I'm going to be flying around to probably, I'd say maybe eight to 10 clubs this year that I've signed contracts for. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Now, how do you feel like featured dancing has helped your fan base? Um, yes, 1000% because I'm giving them an opportunity to see me perform. I'm giving them an opportunity. Like I've had people who watch my videos and I go to St. Louis, Missouri and they probably live somewhere upstate and they're driving four hours just to come see me because this is the most convenient time that they can see me is because I'm closer to them. Um, and I did a podcast with Lisa Ann and she told me, she was like, you're, you're going to gain a lot of fans from going on tour and doing these features. And she was right. Yeah. She was right. And even conventions, like even the other day I was going for a jog in my neighborhood and this, I, like, I was so surprised. I was shocked. It scared the fuck out of me too. This fan recognized me and he goes, I took a picture with you at Exotica, but if it wasn't for me going to those conventions, people wouldn't know who I am. So. Yeah. No, the conventions are, um, they are, I notice, I notice a very big difference, like in my numbers with everything and they're, they're so important. Um, mm-hmm. But the last Exotica wore me out in jersey oh my god oh it was exhausting girl. It, it was yeah because that wore me out that i'm rethinking going to chicago i'm on the fence about going to chicago we'll see um a lot of work too but it's so far from now honestly yeah i just not till april i just think what screws things up is the fact that av and x3 are so close together so i'm like shit like i live across the country like and christmas just passed all in one time like i don't have the luxury of having a place over on the west coast i don't have like so i have to travel and get hotel rooms and it's a lot no no it it is it certainly is a lot um it and uh to go back and forth because when i did live in la it was a whole lot um to because i have family and down in florida and then finally i'm in new york and i could just go back and i can't see like travel like that's why i don't want to go to avn this year i'm like no that's gonna be but so feature dancing you do say as a porn star it helps grow it's growing you're you're noticing a very big difference in your fan base growing i've gained fans uh i've had because i've had that personal interaction on a personal level with some of these fans uh, like if like they, they they tend to be loyal once they're loyal they're loyal forever that's true that's true and the fact that they can see you that makes a difference in person and then that interaction. 
they get that personal experience with me. Yeah. 1000%. Yeah. Now, do you feel like the feature dancing is helping your online work too, as well? 1000% mm-hmm. advertising. It's free advertisement too. These clubs are paying me to advertise me and vice versa. I'm advertising them. So it's cross promotion. So it definitely, I could say has helped tremendously and it gets me motivated to want to take pictures and be more active and do my hair and makeup and like these things make a difference Mm -hmm. no 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 they do they do make a difference they they do each and every do you feel like there's not a lot of girls in porn feature dancing anymore I feel like there's not a lot of girls in porn who stick with it I feel Mm. like start it they'll do one show and then it might not be for them they don't continue. Nice. I've seen some girls just try it one time or, or they just have a hard time getting booked or it's, it's, it's demanding. It's very demanding. Like I said, physically, mentally, you got to be prepared. You got to be responsible. You can't go signing contracts and you're not showing up. You're not advertising. Like there's a reason why they want you to sign a contract for something that you got to keep your part of the deal when it comes to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be very responsible and not flake and just yes. be present. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you're, well, you're young and that's good that you are and you're showing yourself that's going to, for the long run, that's going to help you in your business mm-hmm. and help yeah. monetize other things as you get older. And if you want to do other things. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what a typical week. Uh, when you're finally at home, what are you doing to enjoy yourself? When you don't have to go on the road, I should say. Um, when I don't have to go on the road, I typically get up first thing, get some coffee, um, hit the gym, check my online social medias, platforms. Um, I interact with my fans, finish that, um, go to the gym. I typically have like podcasts or interviews or stuff like that that Erica probably has scheduled for me I'll put on my calendar and pretty much just do the things around my house I don't get a chance to do when I'm not here so if it's go in my yard water my plants um sometimes I have errands because I'm a normal person still (laughs) (laughs) groceries I don't know and you have your cat too right because I always see you posting yeah do you miss your animals as you travel she's not even home right now because I'm about to fly out and like a day. I, I miss her so stinking much uh-huh oh um, that's the hard part with cats though you can't really travel with them yeah it's she's a kid it's a kid uh-huh. yeah yeah so yeah she's I have a ba- I have a really good babysitter so Oh, that's good. No, my daughter left for Korea for the Christmas time and she sent me pictures of the cat in a little like uh Florida theme um like cat center. That's fun. For, for two weeks. But that's that's the hard part when you do travel and you do have animals. Yeah, it's not easy. I wish she was here with me right now. Like it's killing me not to hear her like running around and scurrying, but it is what it is. Right, that's right. Easy. You've got to make a future. So what is um, your plans for AVN? Let's talk about that. Who are you signing with? I'm signing with Minx. They are pretty much a new launching platform for Sex Panther. 
Um, I don't know if they really, the head of the supposed to talk about it just yet, but, <laughs> but they are pretty much launching during ABN. So it's basically an exclusive thing for, um, women on their platform that they have now, which is Sex Panther. Um, so pretty much I'm going to be signing with Sex Panther, um, and ABN booth as well. So I love Sex Panther. Me too. Yeah. Me too. That's my favorite. Um, I have somebody that calls me daily on sex man for everything. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But honestly, I love the platform. I enjoy it. I think it's pretty fucking hardcore, honestly. Yeah. And I, for me, it, the, because of all the years that I have danced, I love that interaction and talking to different um, fans and people. So I get it. Like, I, I feel, I don't, I wish it would, I wish it was existed 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah yeah no it's great. great yeah and I love doing video calls too with them and they're such a great they're honestly I have some pretty loyal ones on there like I like it because it's a great way for people to communicate with me yeah and then they're talking to actually you you're doing the video they phone calls of... yeah yeah that's the thing about that's the thing about sex pamper they're actually talking to you and uh the other sites never got on board it's so funny you're like talking to me i have this guy like unlocking all my (laughs) literally he just unlocked all these oh he unlocked all this stuff yeah no sex pamphlet is great and um they are my favorite like number one but it's hard for me and how do you manage doing sex pamphlet like when you're traveling and all that um i typically like to hop on in the morning to read the messages if i'm on the airplane i'll hop on do my thing I think mm-hmm. I can't remember or maybe it was the airport I'll typically like say if I'm my plane if I'm waiting on my plane I'll sit down have my coffee um catch up with people um sometimes it is hard when I'm traveling and out and about and I got Joe Exotic call me 15 different times no I can't answer because I'm inside of the grocery store Joe <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> but um for the most part I try to keep up with everybody yeah no that's the, that's the only thing it's like uh sometimes like this past holiday season, I had to shut it off a majority of the time. And then I had to do like, cause usually I'm always having it on. Yeah. Cooking or cleaning or you're with your family. So those sensitive moments, you can't really necessarily pick up the phone and be like, yeah, I just want to strip your cock daddy. But, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, um, it's still very rewarding. That website, it really is for both ends. They yeah. know that feel and you also get to make a little bit of change so yeah and I feel like for some reason that they seem to be the most loyal the guys Mm -hmm. on sex pamphers seem to be the most loyal I've noticed I had a guy come to this past exotica he did Mm -hmm. everything I said he was so loyal to me oh yeah did everything that I said was he submissive or just a regular submissive Oh, okay. Share it. Um, your experience with fetish work there. Um, so I'll kind of give my experience with this guy. So pretty much I told him I'm like, you're like mine now. Um, and I wanted him to come to the show and have his cage on and bring me the key. So I only let him out when I told him he could be free. Love that. And you held the key the whole time. I still have it. Oh, wow. I still have a key. But he has a backup one, obviously. Right. But I tell him when 
Yeah. No, those, I, I love those guys too, when they do come around. So yeah, those different fun. fetish guys. Uh, any other experience with fetish work? Well, dancing. Yeah. I've actually, um, I've shot a lot of fetish. I started doing fetish kind of when I first got into the industry, like right off the bat, because it was kind of only thing that I was really getting booked for, I guess, because of my look, uh-huh. but I was killing it. It wasn't something I necessarily cared to shoot, but at the time it was, um, financially beneficial for me. So, um, I was like, fuck it, YOLO. If a man wants me to spank him for my check today, I'm like, I'll spank him. All right. <laughs> all leather for you and tell you you're a dirty little slut I got you (laughs) oh so you're more dominant um not in my personal life then your personal but yeah but I'm a good actor good good so how many scenes have you shot with a lot of companies how many scenes have you totally done I think you've worked for browsers vixen and what else I'd say at least 200 wow yeah in the short period of six years you've done that much I can honestly say yeah because there was a time and point where I was probably shooting like every day like I, I the times I went to LA there was times where I was I was out there for probably 10 12 days and I was shooting every single day wow yeah <laughs> wow, which, <laughs> what, what which do you prefer like in your sex worker life that you would say makes you the happiest because some girls like to film some girl like like I've always enjoyed being a dancer I need variation I can't do the like there's no I feel like there's definitely such such thing as um shooting too much back-to-back or feature Mm -hmm. dancing back-to-back I need I need like it's a good thing that there's conventions it's a good thing there's feature dancing on the option it's a good thing there's podcasts on the option it's a good thing you can stay at home and work from your computer I need a mix of everything to keep me busy because if I sat and did one thing over it's like going to a fucking nine to five you get bored yeah. of the time I like I can't do the same thing every day how every day needs to be different for me that's how I feel too every day has to be different and if I do too much of one thing I, I it drives me crazy. I get bored with it. Yeah, yeah. But your cancer, right? Your horse, your cancer, right? Mm-hmm. You am. might have some Gemini in you because that's how I think. I'm Gemini, and I've always, when I used to dance, I would have to work at like two or three different clubs at once. I yeah, would, jumped around. Yeah, I would. Jumped I would. I even went from Mons Venus to 2001, and back and forth like would literally walk across the street that's so funny yeah that's how much of a I need a variety to to mix things up so what can we see Kiki Clout doing for her future what are your ambitions ambitions are to just go harder drive harder build a brand work harder 2024 I have goals I want to make I want to set for myself I want to achieve so um I plan on I have writing a book on the table that I want to work on I have like um goals with um expanding my 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 networks my social media networks like meeting new people networking continuing to do exotica growing my brand there, getting a chance to meet new fans and acquire new fans, um, more collabs, like just overall working 
working. I gotta stay working. (laughs) That's you've you've got the drive. That's for sure. It's exhausting though. (laughs) No, no. What are your goals with social media that you have? Because it's now social media just goes crazy. Like Um, Twitter has been weird lately. I can say that I feel like Twitter is a little bit of a gray area considering um i'm no i've noticed other people complaining about them having a hard time um with their following not moving and i've had the same thing so i think there's like oh a yeah yeah of- yeah i lose i i gain a lot and i lose a lot it's yeah so i don't know what's happening there it's like i've been stuck at the same number for like a year now <laughs> That's the same thing with me too. Mm-hmm. I think it's happening ever since Elon took over. It's weird. I know one thing I've learned, don't share any links. So now I'm putting pictures saying link in bio and that's kind of helped. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like um, it has been weird. Definitely. So, but- when you're when you're promoting um feature dancing, what platform do you usually like to so let people know what cities you're going to? Because I know that's all, a challenge. All every, of them? Every single platform. Besides oh. TikTok, but yeah. Besides, oh yeah, TikTok is a special I I've I've lost my battle with them so many times. Me too. I've given <laughs> up. I've I have i do not even know the rhyme or the reason, but I got banned for saying what I was going to make for Christmas Eve dinner. And I, and somebody said, Oh, pay this. And I'm like, Nope, I'm not paying to get it back. No. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I refuse to pay anybody. I'm like, if I lose it, I lose it. It wasn't meant to be. That's how I see it. Yeah. 1000%. Right. 1, Just so make now, another one. Right. Like this. And then I feel like also the people that you're paying I feel like they also are the ones responsible for deleting your accounts. And, uh, probably. There's some yeah. fucking stickers out there. Yeah. And then they're charging, like, I think the guy quoted me 15 if I made a video and I said no. And I noticed people would repeatedly lose it. And then they were going back to him. And I'm like, this guy's making so much money. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So now what cities can we see Kiki in 2024? Oh, you know what? I made a schedule for this, actually. So I knew everything and where I was going to be at. And I would love to share it with you. Yes, yes, yes. I think about it. Um, Gosh, I just, I have a lot going on. I can genuinely say that. But I'm super excited, honestly, because I was like, damn, I didn't know I was going to get this many bookings. But it's cool to see because I've definitely put in the hard work over the years. That's for sure. <laughs> What's, been... What cities are coming up? So I have, I'm sorry, bear with me. Okay, here we go. I have Cheerleaders Philadelphia PA January 12th through the 13th. Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm still pondering on it. I don't know if I'm going to do X3 just yet. But X3 Los Angeles, I still have on my schedule January 19th through the 21st. Then there's ABN Las Vegas, January 23rd through the 28th, Little Darling, San Diego, California, February 22nd, Deja Vu, San Diego, February 23rd, Deja Vu, Tijuana, Mexico, February 24th, Exotica, Chicago, April 12th through the 14th, Larry Flint's Hustler Club, St. Louis, Missouri, May 16th through the 19th, Exotica, Miami, June 28th through the 30th, and Exotica, Edison, New Jersey, October 25th through the 27th. 
Yeah. Oh, so you're going quite a bit to San Diego, I see. Yeah. How is San Diego over there? I never danced in San Diego. Um, It's it's very expensive to dance there for your your license, which I don't pay for. The club has to come out of pocket. Uh It's you, you, you have to put your money in like a little machine for tips. And I've never seen no shit like this in my life. I was like, Oh, they had that in, um, city of industry. I remember they, the, the deja vu's in California. I remember that we had to stick it in a machine. The guys would stick it and then we'd work them for tips. Yeah. Crazy. Right. Yeah. So they do that to the features too. I can't remember. I can't remember if it's something that I'd seen or I was just like, eh. I don't, I cannot remember. Oh, you can't probably something you've seen. Cause wouldn't you, when you're doing at the end of the night, when you're selling your merchandise, um, you do lap dances too, right? Oh yeah, of course. And then it would be like a, a different price because you're the feature. Yeah. So I can't I- imagine them. I can't remember. I don't think so. To be honest, if, it, if I couldn't remember, then I don't think so. Yeah. But I remember, I know what machine you're talking about because I remember that was the club city of industry that I didn't, Oh, Cochino is so dirty. Um, <laughs> that club was so, uh, that deja vu was dirt, but this is like maybe 12, 13 years ago. I didn't like, um, dancing. Like I said, anywhere in LA, I did not care for like spirit. Yeah. Rhino, LA, no. I, mm-mm. And they were, because it's LA, they weren't, nothing could phase them. I know. Yeah. Anybody walking in the door, they were like, like, uh uh-huh. Like they could. Yeah. You're (laughs) got to go to those little tiny cities. Yeah. Just something about the fucking hole-in-the-wall little clubs in the middle of nowhere man they just fucking kill it and so many perception so many people have the perception like oh you need to go work at a a club where there's you know it's gentlemen and they're like well it's the with the blue-collar workers tend to spend the best i can say i featured um in dc Mm mm-hmm really nice high-end club and I did really well there I did really well oh okay in DC Mm -hmm. it was a high-end club Mm -hmm. probably one of the nicest clubs I've ever seen really yeah it was what club was that the cloakroom oh okay the one that exotica yeah yeah that club was very nice wow I did I remember seeing it when I went to the DC last year I didn't go mm-hmm. this year. I didn't. Um, it. It's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Those conventions are a lot of work. Like, like I said, like uh, I need to push myself to go to Chicago, but I don't know how I'll feel. Yeah. Like I just, I need to just go, but, but it's in the end, it's worth it because you're building up this organic fan base. You're not. And then one thing about what girls don't realize is you can go viral here and there but to sustain you've got to be more organic you, you more organic and you have to be relevant yes yes relevant is very yeah to sustain a career and because we see how lisa and i remember 
seeing Lisa Ann over, God, I was 18 years old when I met her a long, long time ago. And I remember there was like four different featured dancers and she was the only, the, the way she is today is the way she was 26, no, 28, 27 or 28 years ago. She was exactly the same, well-polished outfit and everything. And she was the only featured dancer. I remember this club, that little hole in a wall in Tampa that I worked for. She was the only one that had everything together back then. And she still has it all together to this day. So I should be successful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the way to be. And you can't be, uh, she was sober back then and, and, it was business and she took care of it and she's still today. That's the way to be. So it looks like you're doing a good job and you're ready for the future and all your goals. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on and talk about feature dancing and some other stuff. Can you please let my audience know where they can find you? Yes. You can find me on KikiCloutXXX.com or you can go to KikiCloud.VIP.com. It shows all my links, which goes to Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Sex Panther, Loyal Fans, OnlyFans. It takes you everywhere. So, All right. Thank you. And my name is Marcella Alonso. If you'd like to see this episode and the rest of the episodes, you can go to MarcellaSobella.com. If you'd like to follow me, you could follow me on YouTube, Facebook, or IG at Marcella Sobella. Twitter is Marcella with one L underscore L-U-V. Thank you so much for coming on Get Schooled.